Well, hello there. This is Doug Boquist, and you're listening to From a Pastor's Heart. I'm really glad you're with us today. Before we get to today's topic, let's, uh, let's look at the word today. Today, our word is from Psalms, the 8th chapter, verses 3 and 4. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? Well, he is mindful of us. He has not forgotten us. He is for us. And that's a good word. And now on to today's topic. Have you noticed that communication has become harder these days? Have you noticed that people are tenser and uh, often more critical? Have you experienced more misunderstanding with some of your friends? I hope not, but I bet you have. I have too. And I think there are reasons, good reasons, for the challenge of relationship these days. And if we're able to understand these reasons, it will help us navigate the often rough waters of life during this time of extreme stress. You know, I think there are uh, at least six reasons why people find life more difficult these days. Let, Let me share them with you. First, depression is at an all time high. The CDC has the following on their website, quote, stress during infectious disease outbreaks can sometimes cause the following, fear and worry about your health and the health of a loved one, fear and worry about your financial situation, fear and worry about a loss of support that you rely on, changes of sleep and eating patterns, difficulty concentrating, Worsening of chronic health problems, worsening of mental health conditions, and the increased use of tobacco and alcohol and drugs and other substances. Secondly, people are watching and uh, listening and reading the news more than ever before. News about the pandemic, news about the social unrest, news about the political environment. And if you haven't noticed, the news is seldom positive and people are are spending so much time watching it, they become highly affected and agitated by it. Thirdly, many people are out of their routines. Uh, Some people are out of work. Some people are working, but they're spending a lot more time at home. In fact, very few people are living as freely as they lived six months ago. Fourth, uh, people don't see one another as often as they used to. Now, this is an interesting thing about relationships. We need regular contact with the people that we are in relationships with for these uh for these friendships to remain strong. And now that the regular contact uh, has become difficult or impossible, silence has uh, resulted. Now, the problem with silence is this. 
it can be construed to mean whatever one's imagination invents. And sometimes imaginations go negative. Fifth, uh, people find that their future is now uncertain. In reality, our, our future has always been one day at a time. But for many, uh, people felt like they had the, the future figured out. But now many do not. Many are fearful of losing their jobs or fearful of illness or seeing their retirement savings dwindle. And sixth, people feel powerless. You add to the stress of the pandemic, the social unrest, the political season, and the often uh, result is a, a feeling of powerlessness, which in turn leads to a sense of helplessness and hopelessness. Well, there you have it. Six reasons why people are on edge today and struggling. So let's recount. First, depression is at an all-time high. Secondly, people are paying far too much attention to the news. Third, people are out of their routines. Fourth, we don't see the same people as much anymore. Five, our future is uncertain. And six, people are feeling powerless. So, how do we respond and communicate with one another with all of this going on? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. We respond in love. In days like these, uh, we need to be more loving and more affirming than we ever have before. Many people are starved for sincere appreciation and even affection. So, <laughs> don't leave them starving. Tell them that they are appreciated. Offer sincere encouragement. Tell the people you love just that, that you love them. Be mindful that people are low right now on hope, so give them hope. You know, it says in Scripture, Romans 12, 9 and 10, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Be devoted to one another, it says. Honor one another good words. I'm reading uh, uh, a book by Bob Goff right now. It's called Dream Big. And on page 38, he says, quote, don't be so anxious to correct people. Welcome them, accept them, love them without any angle or agenda. <laughs> now, that's a good word. So, what happens when you find yourself on the receiving end of someone's criticism or complaint. You know, our first response is probably not the one to go with. Chances are that what we want to do is defend ourselves and set the record straight. Now, we may need to do that in due course, but the timing of doing this is vital. Rarely is the timing to set the record straight immediately after getting zinged. 
in most instances, our best move is to listen. Just listen. Now, this will accomplish a couple things. First, it honors the person making the complaint. It, it honors them in that you are listening and not defending yourself. Second, it gives you the opportunity to see if there may be something for you to learn from their complaint. You know, God has given us two ears and one mouth. Unfortunately, we tend to use these in inverse proportion. Remember, remember where some of uh, this criticism is coming from. Remember all those factors I talked about earlier? Remember that and listen and, and when it comes time for you to respond, I would encourage you to remember the wisdom of Proverbs 15.1. It says, a gentle answer turns away wrath. You know, I, I encourage you to try this sometime. When you're in a conversation with a good friend, just begin to whisper. Say something like, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? You know what? They will respond and say, it sure is. <laughs> the beauty of communication is that most people will follow your lead. So answer quietly. You may find that a conversation will ensue that will help the both of you. You know, I opened with Psalms 8 today. When I consider your heavens, the psalmist writes, if you know me, you know I love to take my camera and my tripod out to a deserted part of Ohio and shoot the stars from about 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. And when I develop these images, I find that my camera is able to record what my eyes cannot see. There is so much more up there than we are capable of beholding. You know, the same is true in our lives and in our relationships. God is doing more than we can see. This time of extreme stress will not last. We will come out of this, and hopefully we will come out of this looking a lot more like Jesus than we did when we went into it. Well, that's, uh, that's the podcast for today, friends. God bless you. Remember, our Father loves you, and so do I.